Welcome, everybody. Hello, this is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And I'm Eileen Grimes. I'm an astrologer in the Seattle area, or actually in the Tacoma area. But uh, anyway, we've been doing the show for about four years now. We're having a good time with it. And my co-host is Mr. Doug Johnston. And it's good to be here on this rainy, beautiful day. Beautiful? Beautiful day. <laughs> the only negative is, you know, some of those people are a little afraid to drive in the rain. So yeah, it's icky. All of a sudden you have someone going 40 miles an hour and you think, okay, okay. what's going and on? You can't get around them. Yeah. Yeah. That's not fun. but Especially when four of them go the same speed. <laughs> no. No, thank you. Yeah, but, you know, we know how to drive in the rain up here. A lot of people don't That's when they true. come here. So, yeah, we're used to it. We're, you know, we are our greatest. It's our, um, is it, it's our, it's our snow. It's our <laughs> snow, but it's also our, our suntan is rusting. Is that what yeah. it is? Yeah. Something like that. So everyone's got to be taking their vitamin D right now. Yeah, really. You're all looking like pale, pale, <laughs> pale faces. Yeah, we are. Anyway, so today on the show, we've got a lot of things going on. First of all, on our Celebrity of the Week, we were looking at Mr. Bill Gates, and there's some reasons for that. But first time I looked at his chart was yesterday, and I thought, I thought I'd seen it before, but I would have remembered it. Yeah. Yeah, so... Anyway, we're going to go through his chart a little bit and talk about stuff that he's gone through. And then also a little bit later, we're going to have on our special guest, who's Mr. John O'Dowd, who is probably the best author I have ever known. You know, uh, he wrote a book on Barbara Payton. I, I know Doug has talked to him before. He's written it's two books. A couple books, books yes. couple books. He's written the... Um, Let's his, just say John's hooked on Barbara. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I to mean, say the least. Yeah, I mean, he he. And we can see why. Yeah, we can because his first book was absolutely a masterpiece of bi- biographical researching. It was he wrote it. it. Took ten years for him to write it, and then he came up with a picture book that has just been out not too long, maybe about six seven months, and it is it weighs seven pounds. <laughs> that's all I can say. It's 550 pages long. It's a huge, huge book. And um, you can't carry it with hand, one hand. Ah, you just can't. You're weak. <laughs> Sorry to tell you this, but you're weak. Well, that's why I use it as a weightlifter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, he's going to be on just a little bit later. We're going to be talking about what's going on in his life right now and some other stuff, too, that we've been talking about. So Anyway, it's going to be a good show today, and I hope you guys all stay tuned. And so, anyway, we're going to take a real quick break, and when we get back, we're going to do the Astral Celebrity of the Week. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 AM. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now, we're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. Alternative Talk 1150, online at 1150kknw.com. 
And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And right now we're going to do the Astro Celebrity of the Week. Okay, so this week is Mr. Bill Gates. And, you know, we've been used to him around the Northwest area for so long. And I thought I had seen his chart before. I thought he had a moon in Aquarius. I thought, I thought, I thought. I didn't know. Uh-huh. You know, and I just looked at it last night. I said, wait a minute. This isn't his chart. It couldn't be. I've seen it before, but I maybe made it up. So <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, he his birthday is October 28th, 1955. He's born at 10 o'clock p.m. in the evening. He's born in Seattle. So we all know that he's a Northwest product. And, you know, the first thing that jumps out at me is he's just, you know, you were talking about this before we came in here. I said, he's just like he's just a huge cancer, huge cancer baby. You know, even though he's a Scorpio, he's got all this fourth house stuff, which is related to, to cancer. His cancer rising, and he has moon on the midheaven. So the ruler of cancer is, on the ascendant is on the midheaven point. So those are really important points that is chart. So, yeah. you know, but you came up with some other stuff. What did you come up with? Well, Uranus sitting there in the first house yes. is very interesting to me, yep. especially the fact that you've got... Uranus square Uranus going on right now. Yes, that's true. And Uranus is squaring his sun. And we also have Saturn and Pluto trucking over the top of this Libra stuff in his chart. Uh, sitting yeah. in the fourth. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's that's going to be difficult for so him. So his communication has to change to a different level. He's got to come clean. Yeah, and that it, those, no, that isn't conjunct. The Neptune Mercury isn't conjunct. No. But it looks like it is because it's all squished into the fourth house. Yeah, but, a little bit apart. But, but yeah. Midpoint between right now, it's right on top of that. Okay, yeah, it would be. All right, so that's going to hit both sides, obviously. Yeah. So he may very well be. I mean, the issues you, you were talking to me about online, talking about him being involved somehow with Jeffrey Epstein, you know, and... Um, Claiming that he's not. Or never was, or didn't even know the man. Yeah, right. But traveled on his plane with him yeah. numerous occasions at yeah. his place in New York and in Paris as well. Okay. Well, it seems like all these millionaires and billionaires all hang out with each other anyway. But They you know. seem to. Yeah. They, you know. And particularly, and, and since Epstein was an Aquarius... Yes. And, you know, he has some prominent Uranus here. I could see why the the instruments of all those things, you know, mathematics and computers and all that would be of interest to both of them. But mm-hmm. there's a whole lot more, you we know. just don't know what it's all about. We don't know because he's a Scorpio, so he's got some stuff hidden, we uh, think. Uh. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, interesting be, chart, though. It is interesting, and it? I always ask people who have fourth house stuff and also cancer rising, I ask them, what's it like to be in your body mood-wise every two and a half days? And Uranus is actually his uh, leading planet here at the midheaven. Oh, yes. I guess it would be, wouldn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so that would make sense, given the... Computers and all the electronics. Yeah. And also the the, uh, stuff that he's doing philanthropically. You know, he's trying to, you know basically spend all of his money before he leaves this planet. Well, you know? I my, doubt if he can do my that. My problem with him more than anything is that he's the main holder of mm. Monsanto's stock. Oh, yeah. And that 
company just yeah, know, that's doesn't do much. anything for me. Well, it doesn't do much for anybody else that much anymore well, ever since Roundup. Off. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that that is a little kink in his armor there. Yeah. You know, doesn't so, make him look like a family man when you see that. No, but it was obviously for monetary reasons that he did that, you know. So, I mean, the thing of it is for him, he had to have to choose between money and corporate and and going kind of down the lower road of, you know, expression to something that's higher, you know, and giving being a person who gives away his money and gives it to people that need it and also to organizations that need it too. So well, I think that's kind of a two-fork two edge for him. But he's also involved with the vaccination to sterilize girls in South Area in Africa, oh, which I didn't think was a good That's not a good either. idea either. No. No. Uh-uh. So he's got things that just make you kind of go on edge, I think. Yeah. Well, that could be a Scorpio side, too. You know, I mean. Well, and he has Uranus opposition to his son right now. Exactly. Oh, yes, he does. He does. So this is a, this is going to shift how he is perceived out in the world, number yeah, one. big time. And also it's going to change how he is with himself, you know. So, um, I mean, the changes must be happening fast and furious right now. Well, boom, he, boom, 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 boom. You know, there was talk that his father was uh, all about population control. Oh, yeah. Okay. And what they could do to keep control of it and all mm. this kind of crap. Yeah. Well, he's been giving. He's been given such a, um, you know, the wand of power or whatever you want to call it. You know, it's up to him to use it really wisely. But the the temptation is to step over to the other side and use it to abuse people. Yep. So, but we. I don't know that for sure. But we'll I can see, see what that comes out. We'll see what happens. You know. I like to see the facts at the That's end. That's why I tell the truth and ruin a good story. That's right. <laughs> we'll wait for the facts. <laughs> exactly. So anyway, he's an interesting guy. And I think the interesting part is his North Node and Sagittarius in the fifth. You know, that, that tells me that his children are going to be something that he's working on, you know, not just providing for them, but to help them be better than him. Hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, All those oppositions, that's something interesting, too, with the moon. Yeah. A very different chart. Not what I expected to see at oh, all. Oh, me neither. No. Um, it's, it's, it's so focused, and you have that much stuff going on in the fourth house, or in any house. Your life is just... It's, it's pared down to just a very few things that mm-hmm. you do, and you do well, and that you concentrate on. So... I mean, he does, he does help people in, in his, his work with his wife, the, f- the foundation. But now, if we look at Microsoft itself, as mm-hmm. far as a lot of the viruses that were coming up all of a sudden over and over, they automatically had the, what you had to do to take care of it, mm-hmm. which they would sell for, to you for a profit. Oh, yeah. They created them, too. <laughs> I know a lot of these Microsoft <laughs> people and... They were creating a lot of that stuff. That's been happening a lot lately in the news. So So it's kind of interesting how there's a double-edged sword mm -hmm. going there. 
You know, what I think is these people are, they create the problem, then they have to do something to fix it. So, and that was a good way to make money. Yeah. I mean, it, it's really an interesting thing. people weren't buying a computer every time they turned around. That's true. Although now it's different. So, so anyway, yeah, he's an interesting man. And um, I would like to have a chance to sit down and talk to him sometime. I would think it would be kind of interesting to I see how it would be, too. Yeah, it would be. Now, I do know that Robert Ponte did do that. Oh, he did? Oh, yes. He went with, with, with Bill? Bill and Melinda both. Oh, he did an um, image thing with them, huh? He did. And oh. he said he'd never seen such tight people. <laughs> <laughs> he said they did not want to spend money on the uh, good quality stuff. They'd go for the second oh, face. Oh, That's goofy. Is that funny? Is all yeah, I mean, obviously they're they're way up here somewhere, and they're not worried about how they physically look. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of bizarre. But and I've noticed that about Melinda Gates; she dresses very conservatively. Frumpy. <laughs> better, that's a better word. Okay. Oh, okay, it slipped out of my mouth. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's all right. I think I would have said the same thing <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Unlike the outfit you have on today, that looks oh, great. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I I always love dressing for you, Doug. Yeah, well, the, everyone can see you, you know, we're on the radio. <laughs> yeah, right. Hi, everybody. No, you can't see us. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we got to take a break here real quick. When we get back, we're going to bring on Mr. John O'Dowd. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this is a live read from Ms. Angela Probst. And at this point, you probably have heard of essential oils. And are you confused, overwhelmed, not sure where to start? There's so much information, and our aromatherapy expert, Angela Probst, with Young Living Essential Oils, can help you navigate and meet your health and wellness goals. Now, CBD is everywhere these days. And if you're looking for a CBD choice that is transparent about its source, how it, to, how it is proceeded, and what it will do for you, or you want more information or you want to talk to Angela, you can give her a call today at 253-278-1599 or visit her website at www.myyl.com slash Angela. Alternative Talk 1150, here to uplift your day. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. Mylene Grimes, and with me is Mr. Doug Johnston. And and, well, always good to be here. Oh, good. You have to say that. Anyway, we're going to welcome our guest right now who is a fantastic biographer. Just and, so that they know, she holds up little flashcards. This is where you say... It's always great to be here. <laughs> yeah, I do that. No, I don't. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're going to welcome on uh, Mr. John O'Dowd, who is the biographer of Kiss Tomorrow Goodbye, the Barbara Payton story, and also um, the Barbara Payton picture book. This is, the, excuse me. Hi, John. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> Good, Eileen. I'm okay. <laughs> Hello there, John. <laughs> Thank you much for having me back uh, and i'm not reading that from a flashcard. card <laughs> uh, that's good that's very good yes much better to take it by the seat of your pants so <laughs> that's so, right anyway. you know what if you keep having me on your show i think i should start sending you some money oh you could do that <laughs> <laughs> of okay. 
course, <laughs> I talked to you yesterday about being on our show regularly because you really are an inspiration. And I like to have people on that really leave a good feeling for people when they, you know, after they've listened to you. And you do that. Thank so, you. You're Thank welcome. You. I hope so. I don't want to bum anyone out. No, you're not going to. I mean, you know, what we talked about yesterday on the phone, what we wanted to talk about today, besides uh, listing what's going on with Barbara Payton and her and her all your various um, subjects and and projects that you're working on right. is how Barbara Payton helped you. And, you know, it's interesting because she's been gone since 1967, I think. Right. Yeah. And that was before you were born. Right. So how could she possibly help you? Well, we looked at this astrologically. Doug and I looked at this just before we came on. We have some stuff we want to add because of that. But I just kind of want to ask you, um, and you were sharing with me on, on Facebook what it was that she made a difference in your life about. And if you'd like to share some of that with us, because we don't know when we come along somebody, whether they're living or dead, and if they have a super important impact on us, like you, when you first saw her on the screen, she, you yeah. just about knocked you over, you know. And so, um, and from then on, you were completely devoted to her and and getting the truth out about her. So I'm kind of wanting to know, okay, you've done this for her. What has she done for you? Oh boy, she's done so much for me uh, since the first book came out. Um, I was. I consider myself to have been lost for many years. Yeah. Um, I had a lot of, of abuse in my childhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it didn't come from my my parents. Okay. Uh, it came from an older sibling of okay. mine. Okay. Who, um, who was very tough on me for many years. Um, yeah. She She's uh, now deceased. She right. passed away in oh, late Oh, so we can talk about her. Yeah. What's that? And, so we um, can talk about her. Yeah, we can talk about her. Yeah, right. So she's okay, not yes, here. Okay, yes, we can. Yeah. Um, and we she had just... a very difficult uh, sibling relationship. She was older than me, and, and she she relentlessly bullied me mm-hmm. um, and really destroyed any self-confidence in me before I was able to, you know, develop it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So right. I, I had that to contend with uh, all throughout my childhood. Mm-hmm. It was very difficult. Um, <coughs> I was I was terrified of her, to, yeah. you know, to be honest. Yeah. And being raised a good Catholic boy, I was always taught that you know you you can't hit a woman a female, you can't fight back. Although God knows you wanted to. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, excuse me. And, anyway. Um, Concurrently, when that was happening, I was also um, enrolled in a in a Catholic grammar school, and it was a very repressive and oppressive environment. Right, where the nuns and the priests were uh, quite punitive. Mm-hmm. So there was no no relief there either. No, I think uh, you, I, just... you know I had a very difficult time in my formative years. Yeah, yeah. and then that carried over into high school mm-hmm. where I had beaten down so much emotionally, I guess. Yeah. Um, I was sort of a sitting target for the bullies. <laughs> right. I had a, a hard time there, too. Right. What were you going to say, Doug? I'm sorry, I just like to I think you that it's a lot to do with the Saturn where it's placed in his chart. Okay, yeah, we'll talk about that here in a second. Oh, okay, yeah, great. That's astrologically. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, so by the time I got out of high school, I basically 
felt pretty crappy about myself. Right. Um, I couldn't make sense of why I had been the subject of all of this abuse. You Especially know, as good looking years. as you are. Oh, yeah, he is. Totally. I mean, so I, I went on to, um, to using drugs, abusing drugs in my 20s. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I had a, a pretty bad problem with it. Yeah. Um, I, I also made sure that I got in with the worst people I could find. Right. Uh, because I guess in some way I felt I deserved it. I right. deserved to, to punish myself. Right. Exactly. And um, so th- these are all things I later learned were things that, that Barbara herself did uh-huh. yeah. uh, in her own life. Right. And I mean, I, I didn't know that. Um, when I first started researching her life, I, I learned it as I, I went along with the project, and um, it kind of blew my mind that we had so many similarities and parallels in our lives. Right, exactly. I was going to mention something about your chart. I mean, I'm going to just tell right now, I'll tell you right now, people, that he's a Leo, and that's all you're going to know about him. But um, <laughs> but he has in, in his chart, which is something you just kind of gave away, saying that you felt as though you didn't have that good of self-esteem when you went through high school. And I would be venturing to guess with that Pisces rising. There was times when you felt invisible around people. Oh, yes. Yeah. Right. And absolutely. you wanted to feel invisible, too. You just wanted to hide. Yeah, yeah. even in my family. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents were very kind people. Mm-hmm. They were very classy, and my dad, in particular, was like the kindest person I've ever known in my life. Mm-hmm. But they were shockingly lenient, mm-hmm. and they they turned the other way a lot. Yeah, and we weren't allowed to argue in our home. Mm-hmm. So nothing was ever resolved. Okay. If there were ever any problems, um, they were never resolved. We just had to stop in our tracks right then and there. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, move on. And, you know, that's not healthy. No, it isn't. And, you know, so that contributed a lot to um, the pain that that I endured in those years. Right. I mean, anybody that's I mean, you're they were sweet people. And I'm not trying to negate anything about them. But the fact that they didn't deal with reality that well. So you're right. I didn't feel I had advocates in them they weren't my advocates right and i mean they provided for my sisters and me very well they gave us you know a wonderful upbringing and a wonderful life in every other way yeah but they didn't protect me from my sister right yeah and And, she um, was a bully basically she was she was really really hard on me Mm -hmm. and it it just messed me up for a long time Mm -hmm. but i have to say you know um once i became an adult we became quite close mm-hmm. to one each other. Yeah. And uh, so for many years afterward, we were close, although she never addressed the bullying. No. Uh, and she never apologized for it. And mm-hmm. like I said to you, Eileen, that would have gone a long way. Yeah. It would have helped you heal she had. Yeah. And, I, you know, I was kind of hoping all those years that she would have said, you know, I was really hard on you when yeah. you were a little boy, and yeah. I'm sorry. But she never did that, mm-hmm. and um, that's kind of sad. Yeah, it is. You know, the fact that she wouldn't let go of whatever and basically apologize to you for what she did. Right. You know, um, because, you know, even though you're a Leo, what I would say about your chart is that you were, 
I don't know if I would say it this way, but you were born extremely sensitive, okay? And sensitive to the point you probably understood more about what was going on with girls than you did with boys, you know? So there would have been this sort of that side of you that that um, would have picked up on anybody who was hurting. I mean, you're, the, yeah. you're a natural empath, obviously. I'm still that way. In fact, I'm, I'm more that way now than ever before. And that's good. That's really good. That's that's good for you because it can be painful too, though. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yes, it certainly can because you take on other people's stuff. You tend yes. to take on the pain with it. That's right. Right. So, um, so I can understand. You know, maybe I don't know. Maybe they bullied you because you weren't masculine enough or something like that. I mean, it could be any of those things, but or you didn't stand up for yourself. But your chart sort of shows that. You know, that you came in with this incredibly intense sensitivity, you know, psychic sensitivity. You could pick up anything around you psychically, you know. And so um, maybe she was born with a whole heck of a lot of masculine stuff in her chart so that she would have not necessarily respected that in you. So, you know, that's just my thoughts. Anyway, what do you think, Doug? Well, I'm going to look at the fact that we've got Neptune stationary. Yeah, and all these trines to it, mm-hmm. it definitely rules the chart. Yeah, no question about it. Plus, having Pisces rising. Yeah, yeah, kind of like double whammy and yeah, triple whammy. Consequently, that's where the drugs would come in because it was easy way out. Yeah, it was. You know, you would find the easiest way out from any of it. It makes you very smart. Yeah, but it does make you look for the easy ways through life. Yeah, and it it kind of has you looking more to. And to escape from rather than going towards the intense stuff. And anything could become addictive. Even you could be a workaholic real yeah. easy, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. Which I think you were with this book. Yeah, with that six house stuff. Oh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And I think... I have to say, during those bad years, the level of human devastation that I saw mm-hmm. was so immense. I, I'm i still haunted by a lot of what I saw. Mm-hmm. And... um Maybe I was meant to see it all because, uh, you know, I left that lifestyle years ago and mm-hmm. there's never any temptation to go back to it. Of course not. Yeah. I mean, with... I'm a different person. A exactly. completely different person now. You know, with the South Node, Doug, in the eighth house, mm-hmm. he's the kind of person who once he's onto his own stuff, he's onto it, you know, and when he's onto it, he never goes back. Yep. No, you never, because you transform it and heal it as you're going, so there's no need to go back. It's ridiculous to even think about it. It's like it's totally wiped out of your consciousness. So That's right. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, you know, and then you look at Barbara's life, and we kind of contrast it with her, and you see there's very similar things that happened in her life. You know, that she wasn't loved by her father and all this other stuff, and, you know, and she had this very, very intuitive side, too, but was also very sexual, you know. So and she was extremely gifted when it came to artistic stuff. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. She had right. what was her Neptune. What was it again in her chart? Nep- oh, Jupiter stationary in her chart. Jupiter stationary. Neptune's actually in Leo. OK. All right. So that's interesting. <coughs> OK. We're going to take a quick break right now. We're going to come back here and talk a little bit more bar- about Barbara and his and her chart, because it very much interlinks with John's. So very much. so. Very much. So. OK. okay. So. Thank any, 
You're welcome. So anyway, we're going to be right back here for the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. Hi, this is a live read for Matt Shea and Matt Shea Books. Matt is a storyteller. His choice of subjects have to do with those who are considered just to be a little bit different. And you know the ones, the ones that are usually outcast or misplaced or as a result of being overlooked or misunderstood. The moment arrives when they are called upon to reveal their real character through some selfless act, thus ending up being acknowledged and contributing to society. When all is said and done, he wants his reader to be uplifted by the deeper message. He will write stories for the rest of his life with a hope that he can create happiness, bring encouragement, and ultimately inspire others. And so now another book right now you can go find is Elmo by Matt Shea, and it's available on Amazon.com. And you can also go to Matt Shea Books to find free stuff to read and download. Great way to sample Matt and his writing. So for more information on Matt and his books, contact Matt Shea at Matt Shea Books, M-A-T-T-S-H-E-A Books.com, or email him at workinmatt 7 that's W-O-R-K-N-M-A-T-T-7 at AOL.com. And now this is a live read for Susan Bergstrom, and she is the Medicare specialist. Medicare coverage is a very important and confusing issue as we enter retirement, largely because Medicare doesn't cover 100% of your medical costs, only about 80%. That means we'll need affordable supplemental coverage that will take care of that 20%. Susan Bergstrom can help get all those best things for you. With her, the process is really easy, and in the end, she will save you money. So open enrollment started on April 15th, August, excuse me, October, I get it. I'll get it eventually, October 15th, which means you can make changes to various aspects to your coverage. It goes until December 8th, 7th. So get contact her right away if you want to do that because you can now do, you can make changes in your medical coverage. So to schedule an appointment or RSVP to one of our workshops, you can call Susan at 253-318-9379 or email her at sbergstrom at americanseniorbenefits.com. I'm Gary Mance. I'm Suzanne Mitchell. We're a couple of baby boomers who bring you a talk radio mix of metaphysics and music, politics, and pop culture. And you never know which celebrity will join us for an interesting conversation. Mance and Mitchell is Boomer HQ, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on 1150 AM KKNW. Your home for alternative talk in Seattle and Western Washington. Don't let that herd mentality lead you off a cliff. We support thinking for yourself on Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. I'm Eileen Grimes, astrologer, with Mr. Doug Johnston. Yes. And we're sitting here with John O'Dowd. (laughs) Yes, and John O'Dowd. I always like to take him off guard. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's like, well, I'm right here. Yeah, I'm not that too. I was thinking about Doug. Doug looked like he was falling asleep. Anyway, I was <laughs> looking for the cue card. I, know, I, was, you, Doug. <laughs> I was looking for the cue card. I knew she was going to hold it up. Yeah, right. <laughs> so anyway, we're going to talk about Barbara Payton now. And it's interesting because 
ever since I started working on this book called, you know, on stationary planets, which I explained a little bit to you on the phone yesterday, what they are. Um, I've been looking at everybody's chart in retrospection because everybody's chart I've ever seen, I look at it a hundred times, but then I hadn't looked at it to see if they had a stationary planet, which makes a huge impact in their life. And Jupiter's stationary, which is now, well, is Uranus somewhat almost partially, maybe a little bit? Yes. It was. Yeah. Okay. How much was it off by, do you know? Uh, 14 days, I think. It 14, was a, oh. It was a matter of minutes. Then it's going to probably affect her. It's going to be sort of, okay. So, you know, she was very much kind of a rebel for sure. But Jupiter seemed to probably open her uh, her life in a lot of different ways. And it rules her fifth house. So, I mean, I think, again, what we're having here is that she was so searching for love, you know. In all the wrong places. uh, Yeah. You know, instead she got sex, but she wanted love. And she was... You know, looking for it. And it seemed like she just had an abundance of people in her life that, you know. Well, yes. You know, um, and she also had opportunities. Uh, You know, the thing here it is, too. She was given so many opportunities. And that's also the fifth house is creativity. She was an amazing interior designer. She designed fabrics and she designed furniture and all that kind of stuff. But she didn't think that was a real profession. She only wanted to be an actress. You know, she was probably given a handful of things she was good at, you know, and probably more than a handful. Now, she she also has Neptune. Neptune Stationary Direct. Oh, she had Neptune Stationary Direct, too? Yes. Oh, and she actually has three of them? Yes. Holy cow, you rarely get three. Okay, I didn't know that. Okay. Oh, jeez. What does that mean? Uranus had gone direct as far Okay. Seven days beforehand, but it hadn't moved out hardly at all. Okay. Just a matter of a couple minutes. Okay, so we have three planets that are under the stationary umbrella. Okay, and stationary, let me explain to you just a little bit. A stationary planet, I think I mentioned it a little bit to you on the phone yesterday, but I'll repeat it, is that when a planet goes stationary, it's going direct. Stationary or retrograde or direct. Retrograde means it's backing up in the sky according to what we see here on Earth. And then um, a direct means it's going forward through the sign. Now, there's a point at which these two points, when one is changing direction, when it's going stationary direct or stationary retrograde, it stops in the sky because it's in the process of changing direction. So it's like, it's making her in corners going. Her Neptune is retrograde. Neptune's retrograde. Okay. Stationary retrograde. Oh, stationary retrograde. Oh, God, that makes so much sense. So. And what it seems to do is that with these three planets, these are three sort of outer planets. These are planets that would have made her feel somewhat out of control when they were doing this. But they're very much emphasized because the life seems to be more about the stationary planets than it does anything else. So, uh, yeah. Um, so with, with Jupiter stationary, it can be an abundance of things that happened in her life that were good luck for her. You know, and then Uranus and then and particularly Neptune. Neptune is the planet of, you know, addiction. You know, when it's sitting next to the sun or next to the the moon, which it is both things in her chart, it's going to um, it's going to affect her ability to see reality that well. So. Right. Yeah. That sounds absolutely right when it comes to Barbara. Okay, so stationary means it's intensified. 
it's like, as a matter of fact, one of our astrologers we have on, Ray Grassy, says it's like having a branding iron in your chart. It's like it's a bam, like a, a huge, huge branding iron with, you know, the old thing like they do to the pets. You know, it just carves just something into the skin and down into the soul. The person's life becomes more about those planets than it does anything else. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, it makes total sense. The ones that, you know, and and you you can see, you read her histories, you can see the behavior stuff that are so clearly under a certain jurisdiction of a planet are coming up to the top of the bowl, you know, particularly her her addiction to alcohol and how it, because she went way down and, you know, it's it's one of the things about Neptune. It rules a thing called self undoing, you know, and that's kind of what she did, you know. She, yeah. yeah, she. And everything happened to Barbara so quickly. Yeah. Once she got to Hollywood, I mean, within a year and a half's time, she was starring in her first feature film. Right. Right. Whereas someone like Marilyn Monroe really had to climb up the ranks uh, slowly. Yes. Yes. You know, I mean it. It took her several years to yeah. get a footing in Hollywood, but uh, for Barbara, it happened immediately. Right, and she, immediately. And she had, I think, she had more talent than Monroe. Myself, um, she yeah, had. I do too, but you know, I guess that's uh, up to each person to decide. Right. That's because your moon sits right there on top of her ascendant. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that. Moon is the fastest Doug? moving planet. So when Moon is right there with um, the ascendant or the sun, it makes you turn around and look at that person real quick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like okay. you recognize them. Yeah, like you recognize them. Yeah, that makes sense. And you probably had a past life connection with her big time. Oh, for sure. Yeah, because with Sitting your in south the node. Yeah. Yeah, I you know I I find that fascinating that you say that because when I first saw Barbara. When I was about eight years old, I saw um, one of her films on TV, Bride of the Gorilla. Yeah. And um, I was immediately struck by her beauty. Mm-hmm. And I remember as a child feeling like, wow, I, I know her. Yeah. I've seen her before. Um, it was such a strong feeling. Right. And like I always say, she kind of stayed in my subconscious from that yeah. point on. Well, she made an imprint, obviously, you yeah. know, and that would have been a similar imprint as previous lives because, Doug, you figured you they were probably intimately involved in a previous oh, life. Oh, I definitely think so. Yeah, so there would have you've been boyfriend, girlfriend, or husband and wife or something. Wow. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, she would have been a different person. In other words, it wouldn't have no, been No, she Barbara. could have been, no, it could. she could be Barbara. Yeah. She and could. you could have been the one that's reincarnated. Yeah, that could be. Oh, I see. It could be almost anything. You know, so but you probably but, were right there in the movie world at that time. Yeah, you probably were, and saw her on screen and went. But <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> well, that that sounds believable to me because yeah. a lot of people have had that reaction to her and yeah. still do. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I was watching a special last night on on. F- uh, our ABC channel. It was about Dorothy Stratton. And oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean... That's that, another one. That's another one. Right. Yeah, that's another That's one. a heartbreaking story. Extremely bad. And she had a similar chart to Barbara's. You know, she had... She was Pisces with Scorpio rising. 
And I think, I think she came from the Midwest as well. Barbara came from Minnesota. Right. And if I'm not mistaken, Dorothy Stratton also came from Minnesota. Actually, she was born in Vancouver, B.C. Oh, okay. Yes. I'm sorry. I... That's okay. I happen to know that because I'm on this side of the world. So oh, okay. you know, my whole bunch of my family is from up there. So, yeah, she was born in Vancouver. And, okay. Yeah, and sorry to just, you know. No, no, I yeah. got it wrong. Yeah, but she, you know, moved down they there. They were both blonde, though. Yeah, they were both blonde. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. You got that part right. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and her with a Scorpio rising and, and obviously with Barbara with Scorpio's son and the Pisces stuff is in there, too. So, you know, um, she was very magnetic, you know, and a very similar situation and got involved with this sleazoid person that was her husband and you know and the rest was history actually so yeah it was really right. really bad now where are they with the the movie on yes Barbara? where where are we with that well i um spoke to the producer with whom i have an option i spoke to him a few months ago and he said uh they're chugging <coughs> along those are the words he used and chugging he said along. he hopes to bring me some good news before the holidays this year okay no. So uh, the mm-hmm. screenwriter of the of the screenplay of the script is a man named Frank John Hughes, mm-hmm. and he was a uh, an actor in The Sopranos, but evidently he's also a screenwriter. He's the one who's writing the script based on the first book. Um, okay, is Tomorrow Goodbye the Barbara Payton story? Right now, wh- who's the main villain in this whole thing? Villain? Is there a villain? Well, There's I don't know. There's always someone. They don't of uh, the contents of mm-hmm. the script. Well, if there's one, I want to play it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, he would be great at that. <laughs> that's, you want to be Francho Tone? Yeah, you could be Francho Tone or Tom Neal, one of the two. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. Well, if you're going to be Tom Neal, um, <laughs> maybe you should. I want to say that maybe you should go to the gym and get really. Yeah, you have to get buff. Yeah, he was really oh, buff. again. Yeah. <laughs> I was very buffed at that one well, time, I, you know, I'm but sure you know, you I've let that all go. Yeah. yeah, I was too. Yeah, Muscle has it. memory, though. They promised me that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, funny. Anyway, so, okay, so that's what's happening. So you'll ha- hopefully you'll hear something by Christmas time. Yeah, that's what he said, so I'm going to hold him to it. Yeah, I would too, because... This movie has to be made. I mean, it's the most oh, perfect vehicle for, for Hollywood. It really well, is. Well, it has so many elements in it that, yeah. I mean, still resonate for people today. Yes, they do. Yeah. yeah there, there's almost a, like a timeless quality mm-hmm. about the story. Yeah, it is. You know, and, and the, very, the, the very essence of Barbara Payton with her family could make an interesting story right there, even if she never went to Hollywood. You know, right. psychologically, it could be a really psychological drama. But the fact that you add all of that other stuff and you add the men to it, and that makes, and of course, there was that huge fight between Franco Tone and Tom Neal, and where, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was really funny. I thought. There are many um, areas of her story that are completely over the top. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that concerns me in a way because I, I don't, if the film does come to pass, I don't want it to be exploitive. Right. And I, I want it to be responsibly, you know, written and... Right. And, uh, True produced. to the history. True to the history, yeah. Yeah. Um, just one thing before we take another break. I was going to say, 
This is one story, though, that would be hard to do because there really is no happy ending to it. You know, oh, there isn't. You know, so a lot of people, a lot of people who go to movies, that's what they want. They want some sort of happy, uplifting ending. So it would have I think to the be. The entire audience would probably leave the theater in tears. Or, <laughs> yeah, you know, right. Judy yeah. Garland's oh, definitely that's on a roll right now as far as Judy. Oh, that's true. That's She's not a happy ending. No, I saw it just last week. Oh, that's, oh, that's interesting because that could be sitting a president. You know? I hope so. Yeah, because that would open the door for, for Barbara's to be made. Right. I'm yeah. hoping so that it yeah. definitely it definitely shows how Hollywood can tear a person down. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it did happen to Barbara. So and yes. it definitely can show the strength of drugs and what they can destroy yeah, your world. Exactly. Right. So, That's right. That's yes. right. So anyway, we got to take a real quick break. When we get back, we're going to finish up with Mr. John O'Dowd. This is the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. <laughs> And this is a live read for Mr. Tony White. And there's no greater gift we can give ourselves or others than self-understanding. If we know ourselves better, then we can definitely make better life decisions for ourselves. So how great is it to know that as we enter the coming holiday seasons, the perfect gift is out there waiting for us right under our nose. Professional astrologer and award-winning animator Tony White is now offering a unique personalized astrological star you video that's all about your special astrological you based on the date time and place of birth no two videos can ever be the same that's this way it'd be entirely about you or else by about that special person that you're buying it for and for the parents who want to know about their children a little bit better that is from the inside out how about one of tony's beautifully illustrated star child report packages Nowhere else are these unique and personal gifts available. So now it's time to purchase yours, especially if they're available for an attractive introductory price. So check out Tony StarTunes website today at www.startoons.com. That's www.startoons.com. StarTunes. Know yourself, know your life, and know your world. Alternative Talk, 1150 on AM, 98.9 HD3 on HD, 1150kknw.com on the web. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW, our last uh, segment with Mr. John O'Dowd and Mr. Doug Johnston. Hi, John. Hi, Eileen. Hi, Hi Doug. <laughs> Doug, hello. Yes, yes. I was just <laughs> thinking, what have we missed on John's chart? I know. What have we missed? Yeah, because... <laughs> Because he's got a few things coming up here, too. Oh, yes. What has he got coming up? Because Saturn's opposition to the Jupiter-Mars-Venus. Oh, yes, yes. So yes. that's a You're big right. Eight. You're right. Saturn's going to be coming up to those really At quick. At the same time, he's got uh, uh, Uranus coming down to square his Mercury. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Okay, yes. Okay, so... Have you been doing, you've been starting a new writing project. We should talk a little bit about that. I would think that would be something. Yeah, he's in. starting a new one, and it's kind right. of interesting. It's about the seamier side of Hollywood, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't get away from the subject. No, again. you really can't. No. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I thought, oh, that's a cool subject that he's... So you're writing a book about Kirk Douglas? No, 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 no. He's a senior as they get there. No, senior side. Oh, I thought you said senior. Senior side, no. <laughs> He's 102, isn't he? Yeah. He's 103. Olivia de Havilland beats him, but she doesn't live there. She's over in Paris. Oh, she That's is? right. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah I'm working on a, a photo book tentatively titled 1950s Hollywood After Dark, Oh. Falls and Busts in the City of Angels. <laughs> Wonderful title. Isn't that a great one? Yes. Well, it needs to be, I guess it needs to be a coffee table book just to contain that title. That's right. <laughs> Is it going to be another seven-pound book? <laughs> Maybe not quite. <laughs> yeah, because um, Barbara's right. photo book, uh, it was quite prohibitive buying all those photos, let me tell you. I bet. And I, I'm not in the same position as I was when I worked on that book. Oh, so well, sure. I have to scale back a little. Oh, well, that makes sense. But yes. that, that had to have been an arm and a leg and another arm, too, with for effort with that oh, book. Oh, yeah. It was it, just um, an extraordinary book. It, it really it is. It took several years yeah. to, you know, to work on it. Many, many years. So, so how, long are you, how long have you been on this one that you're writing now, and when do you anticipate getting it done? Well, right now I'm collecting photos for it, licensing photos from different agencies. Mm-hmm. I'm doing research on the people, you know, who are depicted in the photos. So right. I haven't actually done the, I haven't started doing the writing yet. Okay. All so right. it, you know, it's it's a ways off. Right. It's yeah. not going to be overnight or even, who knows, it might not even be next year. But I'm on the, I'm on the job. Yes, right. And you've got to be having fun with it. Well, <laughs> it's got it's to be it's fun. It's a kiss-and-tell book. My it is gosh, a kiss-and-tell book. It's got to be over the top. Yeah, I know. Yes, and you know, a lot of the black-and-white newspaper photos from that era, they look like scenes from, from film noir. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. that, that's that's what I find so fascinating. Okay. The, the photo, A lot of the photos that the reporters and journalists got back then looked like they were plucked right from a, a crime thriller. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, and they're all posing in their picture. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just bizarre looking, you know. Yes. Or it was just a really it's bad scene. very evocative. The photos yeah. are very evocative of that era. Yeah, and, it, you know, they also look like they're in a scene from a movie that they're having this big shock thing, you know, finding a monster under their bed or something. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it reminds me of. That was the gorilla. The gorilla was there. Gorilla, then. gorilla for you, gorilla for me. Anyway. <laughs> gorilla my dreams anyway you you could have that song monsters playing monster monster mash no not 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 that one not that one one. i'm talking about the one that uh what's her name did oh charlize theron oh uh, monster yes about um no what's her name no no the song that is out there that why can't oh, I think of her name? You I can always, see her as you always think be. of songs that I don't even have never even heard of. So you, hmm. listen, you listen to that. Stuff, it will come you know. to me. I'll let you know. You, yeah, okay. probably sometime next week. <laughs> next show. <laughs> By the way. <laughs> That's right. You could invite me back so you can. That's right. Yeah, bring you back on so we can tell you who it was. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're gonna have you back anyway. We've, you know, I talked to John or um, John. Who does who does this who? girl's on fire? I don't know. Oh, uh, this girl's on fire, Alicia. Alicia Keys. Right. She does monster. Oh, oh, oh yeah. okay. I'm not familiar with it. Oh, it's okay. a great song. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, that's cool. I I know Alicia Keys like 
like like one percent, which isn't much. Me too. Love yes. her voice. Yeah, she she does have a good voice. I admit. So I'm very uh, retro in every area of my life. I like to listen to old music too. Yeah. Yeah, me too. We'll let you. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> we'll let you. <laughs> anyway, you know, you're you are uh, what we call a double Leo, which is I won't say what a double Leo is, but um, you're very, you know, you have a, and you have this enormous, really huge fifth house. It's a five planets in there, which is all about the heart. You know how much you love people and love yourself. You know, so that's something you just can't help. It's natural. And your Pisces rising says it's unconditional. And so this is why I love you so much. Oh, thank you. I love you, too. You've thank been you. so good to me. So good. Uh, well, you know, I I just think I'm just kind of a vo- just a messenger saying this is somebody you need to pay attention to. She's who, one of your groupies. Yes, I'm one of your groupies. <laughs> one and only. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> It's not. It's not a group that's legion. There aren't too no. many. What yes. do you call you know that? Uh, what do you call your groupies? The the the, the Odoutettes. La- Lady Gaga calls them her little monsters. So what yeah. are you going to call yours? Paytonettes. Paytonettes. Oh, okay. That works. That works. <laughs> That's pretty good. Because I want you to be a fan of Barbara. Oh, I want well, you to be a fan of But my we're work. a fan of you, too, because you're so gifted. Oh, come on, John. Put I yourself in there, too. get this thing <laughs> book, because I did like it when I got yeah. to see yours. I should get it Yeah, myself. you should get that book. God yeah. knows I've got every well, other Well, I can book. lend you my copy if you want. What book is that? The yours. first book. The first book. Oh, yeah. okay. And how about Yvette, Yvette Vickers audio book? You, I, have, I don't have, you have heard those. that, Doug? I haven't no. heard those. Yeah, so... Well, I thought I sent that oh, to you, Oh, you did. I listened to some of them just to kind of get an okay. idea. Yeah. I need to get that to you. Okay, that sounds good. You never sent me anything. I, I know, I never I got know. into the group section. I should going to say some group section. I have to work harder. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, we've got to get going here. I'm so sorry we have to leave you, my darling. But um, It so was fun. It was fun as usual. It. Thanks for being. Both of you, I appreciate very much. Oh, you're welcome, and thanks for being here today. We look forward for you to be here in the live show one of these days. That's right. I would love that. I would love to go to Seattle too. That's right. There you go. That's right. There you go. Okay. Okay, John. Thank you. Thank you, Eileen. I love you. Thank you. I love you too. Bye bye. Bye Okay. So he's just so great. He's delightful. He really is. So anyway. Let's talk about our events. I have one event to announce since last week was the uh, business with um, the Emerald Spiral event in Idaho. <laughs> I don't know how that went, but I'm sure it went really well. It was well. good. Was it? Did you go? No, but I talked with Donna. Oh, she, how did she say what it was? She said that it was a very good event, and it's going to change a lot of people's oh, worlds over I'd there. Oh, I like to hear that. I like to hear that. Okay, maybe next year I will do that. So, uh, anyway, After Dark Readings are coming up at Burrs this week with me, Eileen Grimes, and it's at uh, in Lakewood at 6151 Stellicum Boulevard, Lakewood, Washington, 630 to 830 every Wednesday evening. And for 20 minutes for 10 minutes and $40 for 20 minutes, you can get readings. And if you come, you'll get a free book by Mr. Matt Shea because sometimes he comes with me. So it's pretty awesome. Matt Shea, by the way, is just really a handsome guy. You know He's what I very mean? Very sweet. You're very sweet. So, anyway, um, you have to take a good look at him. He's cool. Anyway, so uh, we also have the horoscope feature on KKNW's website, which is something that I do every week, and um, it's at 1150kknw.com. 
Just look on the first page and you'll see the horoscopes about halfway down on the left-hand side of the page. So anyway, how do we get a hold of you? Best way is to text or call 206-769-4924. Okay, and you can get a hold of me at EileenGrimes.com or our show page is JupiterRisingShow.com or you can email us there at JupiterRisingShow at AOL.com. And coming next week... We have Kim Rogers on the show. Yes, we can't wait to have her back. It's going to be fun. She's always such a blast to have here. She is fun. Yes, she is. And then the following week, we're going to have on Tony White again. So Tony White's fantastic animator of astrology stuff. So anyway, that's it for us. I hope you guys enjoyed this show. And if you haven't, tell us anyway. Okay. So we'll see you next week right here on the KKNW Alternative Talk Radio Show. And this is the Jupiter Rising Show.